This episode is for all of you that have either never landed a client for your virtual assistant business or you've landed all the wrong clients. (laughs) This is your friendly reminder that you are in charge of your business and you should spend every day working for your dream clients. I mean, do you ever scroll through Instagram and you see an amazing entrepreneur and think, wow, it would be so cool to work for someone like that. Well, guess what? You can make it happen. (laughs) And today I'm going to share some tips for writing a cold pitch email that you can use to reach out to your dream clients. This is going to be a good one, y'all. You're listening to the Support Squad podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Support Squad podcast. Before we dive into today's amazing episode, I have a really fun announcement to make. On May 27th, I'm launching a five-day biz confidence challenge for virtual assistants. So if you've been struggling to put yourself out there on social media or in your local community or even in our virtual assistant community, this challenge is going to help you gain the confidence to shine. It's going to push you just far enough out of your comfort zone to take your business to the next level. It's going to get started on Monday, May 27th, and I'll be giving away some amazing prizes at the end of the challenge, including a one-year subscription to the Support Squad membership community that I'm launching at the end of the month. This is going to be so fun for new and experienced VAs. Sign up now at thesupportsquad.com so you don't miss a thing. Okay, so now into today's episode. Let's talk about cold pitching. It sounds really scary, right? (laughs) Well, it doesn't have to be. Like all things in your business, if your cold pitch emails come from a place of intention and authenticity, they can really help you grow. So for those that don't know, a cold pitch email is an email to someone that you don't already have a relationship with that you would love to offer your services to. While this might sound salesy or spammy, I truly believe that it can actually be one of the most genuine ways to market yourself if you do it the right way. I'm going to take you through a five-step process to identify and land these dream clients. And by the way, before we dive in, I want to give a little disclaimer. There are laws about cold emailing, um, especially in the EU and especially when you're emailing people instead of businesses. So make sure to do your research to keep your emails compliant. I'm not going to cover all of the legality today, so you'll want to cover your butt and make sure that before you send anything out that you check into the laws where you live. Okay, so in getting into it, step one, identify clients that you would love to work with. 
This is the key to all of it, really. If you're sending out cold pitches to everyone you come across, the insincerity will definitely come through. Take some time to find people that are in perfect alignment with your skills, values, and interests. And if you haven't created your ideal client avatar yet, now is probably a good time to do that. And I have a template that can help in the freebie shop at the support squad.com. It'll help you get a little bit of clarity about your dream client. So as you start to find these potential clients, keep track of them in a spreadsheet. Start with no more than 10 so that you don't become overwhelmed. You'll see why with the next step. So step number two is research, research, research. After you've identified 10 potential clients and added them to your spreadsheet, you should research them extensively. (laughs) Subscribe to their newsletter, follow them on social media, read through their website. If they are a good fit for you and your business, this process should feel energizing and inspiring. So as you research them, make note of any big launches that they have coming up or any gaps that they might have in their social media or marketing strategy. Maybe they're a photographer that hasn't set up a Pinterest yet, or maybe they're a realtor who hasn't um, set up a consistent presence on Facebook. Make note of all of these things in your spreadsheet. So then step number three, pump yourself up. Yes, I'm serious. I want you to take some time to get your head in the right space before you reach out to potential clients. Here's the key. Don't think of yourself as a nuisance. Don't think of yourself as a cheesy salesperson. Think of yourself as a fellow business owner who is proposing a collaboration that will grow your potential client's business. You're not begging them for money. You're offering them a valuable service because you truly believe in their business. You're not beneath them. You're an equal. Got it? Not yet? Okay. Close your eyes. Close them. And say these words to yourself. My dream clients want to work with me because I bring value to their business. Let's say it again two more times. My dream clients want to work with me because I bring value to their business. Once more, my dream clients want to work with me because I bring value to their business. Repeat it until you believe it and then move on to step four. Step four is write your pitch. Now, if you're looking at me for a template right now, I'm going to have to tell you to look somewhere else. This pitch has got to come from you or it's not going to work. If your potential clients get even a hint that you're sending them a copy and pasted email, they will 100% not read it. (laughs) But I will give you some guidance around what should be included in the email. First off, keep this email very short. If your email is long-winded, it will get ignored. Then open with a very specific and authentic praise about this person or their business. Tell them about a social media post they wrote that inspired you or an offering they have in their business that you relate to. Write this email the way you would write an email to a friend that has just done something awesome. Keep it casual and keep it positive. 
then you'll want to introduce yourself. But this is not the time to cut and paste your bio. They will not read it. (laughs) You want to introduce yourself in a way that is relevant to them and their business. So if you have 15 years of customer service experience, but they don't need customer service, then don't mention that. But if you've helped grow an Instagram account to 10K and that's something they might be interested in, then that's the thing to mention. They don't need to hear everything you've ever done. They need to hear why you want to work with them and the specific skills you have that can help their business to become more profitable. It's not a bad idea to mention some services that you think would benefit them, but keep in mind that this is not the time to be critical. If you notice that they post on Instagram like every other week, don't say, hey, I noticed that you're super inconsistent on Instagram. Um, Instead, say something like, with some big launches coming up, social media management could be a great thing for you to outsource so that you can stay consistent for your followers without the headache. See what I'm saying? Keep it all very relevant to their business and address all of their potential pain points. Then you'll want to close with a link where they can learn more about you and a link to sign up for a discovery call. Then hit send and we're all done, right? Wrong. (laughs) On to step five, follow up. This is a very, very key step. Your first email will likely be ignored. They might read it and think, hmm, maybe later, and then they'll delete it or they'll file it away, but that doesn't mean that they've said no. So I definitely recommend sending a follow-up one week and then one month later if you don't hear from them. The best way to do this is to hit reply to your previous sent message. That way the original email will be included and when it shows up in their inbox, it will look like an email thread that they've already been engaging with. All right, so if you follow these five steps, you will be on your way to filling up your roster with clients that genuinely excite you. And trust me, it is way more effective to spend an hour researching and sending very personalized emails to five business owners than to spend 30 minutes copy and pasting emails to 50 business owners. In our high-touch, service-based business, connection is everything and authenticity goes a long way. And if you want to build more confidence around all things related to your virtual assistant business, make sure to sign up for the five-day biz confidence challenge on the supportsquad.com. You'll learn how to build your confidence and you might even win a one-year subscription to the support squad membership site. And of course, you can always join us for fun and support in the support squad hangout on Facebook. I'll see you in there until next time, boss babe.